This is a special edition of the After Breakfast Podcast in Good Health. From McLaren, Northern Michigan, the Carmanas Cancer Institute, and late 96.3 in the Breakfast Show, I'm Mark Elliott. October was Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Why do we spend an entire month making people aware of breast cancer? Because it is a very prevalent disease. As Dr. Irene Conley, a board-certified oncologist at McLaren, Northern Michigan, explained to us. So uh, breast cancer will affect one in eight women in their lifetime, so 13% of the female population. Um, over 260,000 cases per year um, are found in the U.S., and it uh, causes over 40,000 deaths each year. Um, so it's, um, it's the second most common female cancer uh, I'm sorry, it's the, the most common female cancer and the second most common cause of cancer death in women. With, with what we've been going through over the last 19, 20 months with COVID, has that had any effect on it at all? Is it, is it change it in any way? So uh, far fewer women uh, have been getting screening mammography. Uh, a lot of these screening centers were uh, locked down in the, the first few weeks to months of the pandemic. Um, and um, many women were scared to go to healthcare facilities, and some still are uh, as a result. Um, uh, I've read that nearly 4 million fewer breast cancer screening exams throughout the country have been done as a result. Um, I'm now seeing a lot more breast cancer patients in the clinic as women are coming back for screening mammography. Um, fortunately, most have been early stage breast cancers. I haven't seen an uptick in advanced breast cancer patients, but uh, that, that may be the case going forward. And certainly uh, early detection is the key to curative treatment. So I would highly recommend women go back to getting their annual screening mammography. And is it annual? Is a mammogram every year enough? So that's been uh, confusing, particularly in younger women. Um, we use the National Comprehensive Cancer Network guidelines in oncology. That's where we look for screening and treatment of cancers. And so the recommendation is for annual mammography from age 40 onwards. And uh, you should continue with mammography as long as you are relatively healthy and uh, you would be a good candidate for treatment if a breast cancer was discovered. Um, other me medical society recommendations like the American Cancer Society, uh, the American College of Physicians, American Academy of Family Physicians is recommending individualized decisions from 40 to 49 with your physician, uh, whether you're average risk or high risk. But uh, as an oncologist, uh, I, I would say annually from age 40 onward. Early detection is key to solving the breast cancer puzzle. Heather Giamalva is a four-year survivor and a teacher in Petoskey. She tells us about discovering her lump. Um, well, I found it through uh, just my mom had cancer a couple of years prior, and I decided to go ahead and start doing monthly breast exams. And so when I found it, I just was like, I don't know what this is, but I know it's concerning and I probably should get it checked out. So you went, I assume, and had a mammogram. Yep. I went right after. This happened two months before my yearly scheduled mammogram. And I went ahead and had the mammogram. And right after the mammogram, they sent me in for an ultrasound to have that investigated with the lump as well. So, so do you feel like, I mean... Do you feel like you, 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 you caught something early? 
Yes, absolutely, I do. I think that um, even though I I know the mammogram would have shown it, but because I did the self-breast exam every month, it wasn't there the month prior. So it was new. And my tumor was very large. And so as a result, I think it was a very rapid growing one. As Heather began her breast cancer journey, as she calls it, she had the support of Melissa Simone who's a nurse navigator at McLaren Northern Michigan. Melissa, explain nurse navigator for us. Sure. So my goal as a nurse navigator is to understand and support each patient's unique needs. I make sure that they have timely access to care. So my job is to be a point person for patients, help them understand their diagnosis, connect them with resources, and coordinate any uh, necessary testing or referrals that they might need. So were you dealing in in, uh, Heather's case? I was. Well, kind of walk me through, you know, how it got started. So when I was diagnosed and everything and I had my biopsy done and I found out I officially did have cancer, I went to my doctor, the surgeon's office, and Melissa was there. And I did not know, like she she called me the day before and said that she was going to be there and what her role was, but I really didn't understand it. And so when she was there, she explained it a little bit more And I got a really, my breast cancer was at first, the diagnosis was very dire. And I did not know that. And Melissa knew it, but I didn't know it. And she did something that was so powerful for me. She put her hands on my knees when we were in the office. And she said, "Um, don't research it. Don't look it up online because my journey is my journey. And to have faith that I can do whatever I need to do and she just gave me that encouragement. And Melissa then proceeded to be with me when I had my single mastectomy. She was with me at my first chemo treatment. And she came to several different chemo treatments throughout the time, just popped in and saw me. And then she was there for my last chemo treatment. And finally, she said, you know what, you're doing great. I think I'm just going to step away now. And she was phenomenal. She just helped me through the entire process from start to finish. And she was always there for me. If I ever had a question, I could call her and I knew it would be answered. So it was really and truly life altering for me to have her be there with me through this entire time. So another thing that um, Melissa did for me was she encouraged me to get genetic testing done. But the biggest thing too for me was the fact that everything can be done here in Petoskey. Absolutely everything. I started with the mammogram here, the ultrasound was here, the surgeries were here, the chemo treatments were here, radiation, I didn't have it, but it could be done here as well. So Carmanos does everything in-house from beginning to end, and that is really, really important. Melissa, it it may surprise people what Heather just said, that you really can be treated from start to finish at the Carmanos Center there at uh, McLaren, uh, Northern Michigan. It's true, yep. We have all of the services that we offer here. Um, Recently, we started with a um, telegenetics clinic through Carmanis Detroit. So if we have a patient that qualifies for genetic testing, it's something that we're able to coordinate. Within a couple of days, we have patients seeing a specialist 
um, a certified genetic counselor through Carmanis Detroit and having that testing done, which is so important because it can influence their um, surgical decisions. We also just have a really good multidisciplinary team approach and we can utilize the specialists at Carmanis Detroit. We also just have a great team here. And I think the other thing that kind of makes us special or different is we just have a really great hospital foundation here. So anything that our patients need to help them get through surgery, we're able to get or help get through the foundation. So if that's gas cards, lodging, wigs, prosthetics, bras, any copays associated with those sorts of things that are troublesome for patients, we can help get covered through our foundation. You can reach out to the foundation at foundation at northernhealth.org or just check out the mclaren.org website or ask your provider to give you a referral to the McLaren Northern Michigan Foundation and find out how they can help. And breast cancer is not a problem just focused on one gender. Linda Bartosh is a radiology practitioner at McLaren Northern Michigan, and we ask her, can men get breast cancer? They can, actually. A majority, uh, 10% of our patients uh, annually are male patients. 2021, there's estimated 2,650 men that are expected to be diagnosed with breast cancer. And of those, estimated 530 are expected to die from the disease. Is it, are the symptoms the same? I mean... Um, very much so. There's um, the signs that you would find in a male and female are lumps in the breast, um, inverted nipple or nipple pain, um, and large lymph nodes in the axilla, um, and sometimes nipple discharge. While it's easier to find um, a lump in a male because of their breast size, it's not infrequent, but the most of the time that the nodules that they feel or the masses they feel in a male are usually gynecomastia, which is a benign um, finding as opposed to breast cancer. Should a man get a mammogram? Um, it depends if they're uh, risk factors. If They recommend if this, actually men can have, um, they can inherit a breast cancer gene mutation and those that do have that, they would recommend screening. Any first-degree relatives of males that are diagnosed with breast cancer should also inquire um, genetic testing. But in males that do inherit that gene, they can pass on to their daughters and sons. Oh, and so that'd be something you definitely want to be paying attention to. Correct. I know there's been a lot of advances in mammography lately, including the 3D mammogram. Can you explain that for us? Yeah, so the um, the difference of a 3D is imaging is it's multiple images that no additional radiation dose to the patient's breast, but it creates a 3D um, a three-dimensional picture, so the breast can be seen in a slice format, delineating masses from overlapping breast tissue, and significantly reducing the callback rate for patients that usually have to return for spot compression images or magnification views, or skin lesions. Three-dimensional um, imaging breasts, they most ben- the women that most benefit from that is the people that have really dense breasts. Um, masses are hard to detect in dense breasts, so doing 3D image, um, we are detecting much smaller size masses, increasing the patient's survival rate. Um, we have detected masses that are literally two to three millimeters in size. If there's a message in all of this, I think it comes through quite clearly. Get your yearly mammogram, get screened, pay attention to your health. All the services to support and help breast cancer patients are available right here at McLaren Northern Michigan and the Carmanos Cancer Institute at McLaren Northern Michigan. For more information, mclaren.org. 
or ask your primary physician for a referral. This has been In Your Health. Focused on breast cancer awareness, I'm Mark Elliott from The Light Breakfast Show. Thanks for listening.